0: Okay, we're, this week is Parsha Shamois. We're going to learn a, a mimer on Parsha Shamois. Um, a mimer in Torah, <coughs> we have very little options as we learned most of them already. <coughs> the mimer we're learning today is an explanation <coughs> on a mimer that we learned a few years ago. It's a beer, an explanation on a mimer that we learned a few years ago. But... Um, I remember that mimer vaguely. I'm going to admit that I didn't read that today. I I did learn this mimer, with a few different versions of it. I didn't learn that mimer. It would have been a good idea for me to refresh the original mimer. Um, So, but you know, and that's probably the reason why I'm a little stuck on a few things over here. But who knows? With Hashem's help, hopefully, it will be clarified. It's a very special mimer, very nice. Um, the shir tonight was dedicated by Hayim Sarvei and the Hayim family. And this is in honor of a grandmother's yard said, Rachel Hayim, but they didn't send me the name. So I'm sure Hashem knows Rachel uh, should have a great alias neshama and may uh, this be a big for her and a lot of bracha for the entire mishpacha and everything that they need and everything that they want. Only Brach and Mazel. Thank you. Okay. L'Haven, um, tonight is also the yard site of the Rambam, so we say L'chaim, uh, and let the big zuchus and merit of the Holy Rambam shine upon us all, to bring only good for the Jewish people. L'Haven, Sharshiyah advarim. See, there is a mimer, um, the Torah this week says, begins with Habayim Yashresh Yaakov. Um, which is various different Mepharshim give different translations but it simply means those who are coming back to Eretz Yisrael by the time of the redemption Yashresh Yaakov Yaakov will take root when the Jewish people come back Yaakov the Jewish people will take root Yatzitz Uparach Yisrael and Yisrael will blossom bud and blossom if you remember, on the Monday night class last year, we discussed this haftorah. In any case, um, the reason why this is the haftorah for Parshas Shemos is because Shasha Shemos, on the simple level, is beginning of the Geulah, of the redemption. It starts the exile, but it's also the beginning of the Geulah, because Hashem sends Moshe Rabbeinu to redeem the Jewish people. So, since it's the beginning of the redemption, it's really talking already about the future redemption because we know that all the redemptions are connected all the giulahs are connected however uh, the Altareb over here explains that we have to divide the Pasuk into two the two parts the first part of the Pasuk Habaim those that are coming are not referring to the Altareb is learning different than the Targum Yonasan or whatever that learn it's referring to those that are coming back to Eretz Yisrael in the days of Mashiach but rather Habaim means those that are coming into exile and that connects to the beginning of Sefer shemois because it says Yisrael, So Habayim means to come, coming into exile, not coming into not coming into redemption, coming into exile. The second half of the pasuk Yatzitsu Parach Yisrael. That's the Geula. So we have to divide the pasuk in half. Habayim Yashresh Yakov, that Yaakov takes root that is during the time of exile. And during the time of the Giyula, the plant that has taken root begins to bud and begins to blossom. Yatzitsu parach Yisrael. And it begins to give parachim, it begins to bud, which means that, you know, galus is a time when we're in the earth. We're in the earth, we're, we're trampled on, we're persecuted, we're disintegrating but we're taking root that's when the plant is taking root that's when our real, real, real essential growth happens Geulam, Mashiach's times is only that all all the fruits will finally come forth that we can see them the idea that it blossoms so when Mashiach comes we'll appreciate so much how much we accomplished when we were in the difficult days in the dark days and the days that we were implanted in the earth that's the idea the Alter is going to explain, however, over here that this idea that Yashresh Yaakov can be understood in two ways. Simply, it means that Yaakov will take root. That means we are the plant, and that we, Yaakov, takes root. And then when does, and when do we blossom? When do we, when does, our, when does the fruit come out? By the Geula. But when when do we take root? During the Galus? Abayim. However, the Alter Rebbe doesn't learn Habayim, Yashresh Yaakov, that Yaakov takes root. Rather, he learns that during the time of Gullus, during the time of Habayim, Yashresh Yaakov, Yaakov becomes enrooted, which means roots take hold in Yaakov. In other words, Yaakov, the Jewish people, are the soil in which the plant is planted. So which plant is planted into the Jewish people, that's the Torah and the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs, as he's going to explain, are seeds. And those seeds need to be planted in the soil. Because seeds cannot to- turn into a tree. And they can't bear their beautiful potential, their m- magnificent potential of amazing, delicious fruit, unless they're put into the soil. The Jewish people are called God's land, Hashem's desirable land. We are the soil. And When we... And so the mitzvahs that we do during the time of gulas, is planting seeds into our soul. Then what happens? Yata parach. Then when the coming of Mashiach, all this godly light begins shines forth, bursts out into the open. So it's the it's it's the it's the mitzvahs that are planted in in Yidden. That's the beer that the altar ebbi gives, and over here he's going to elaborate on that idea. Why do mitzvahs have to be planted inside our souls? And he's going to explain that just like a seed has no potency, no power at all, can't develop unless it's put into the soil, so too mitzvahs are useless unless they're planted in a Jew's neshama. And for that, but only the neshama when we're in exile. Or at least after we've gone through an exile. Because the idea of exile is that it makes the soil soft. Exile is crushing. It's crushing. It's breaking. It's plowing the soil. So since the Eberster wants to plant, by, by, by Matan Torah, Hashem wanted to plant seeds, give us the Torah. But we need it to be fertile soil. So we had a Golos Mitzrayim first, which that Golos Mitzrayim turned us into a fertile land. And then Hashem gave us the mitzvahs and then we can blossom. We blossomed for a while and that was the godliness that was, well, the godly light that was during the time of the Beis HaMikdash. But then Hashem said, I want to give you a much deeper Torah. I want to give you the Torah of Mashiach. I want to give you a much higher revelation. For that we have to replow again, the soil. The soil has to become very, very good soil. And that is the 2,000 years of exile that we're in to make the Jewish people the ultimate eretz Chifetz, the land of desire, in which the Torah Mitzvahs can be planted, and as a result of both of them together, comes forth this great godly revelation in the days of Mashiach. That's the theme of the Mimer. Now let's learn. Lahav and to understand the root of the matter, named So he's going to begin with the question. Who is higher than who? Are Mitzvahs greater than the Jewish people? which would seem like from the case that we the Jewish people need mitzvahs in order to establish our connection to God. Through a mitzvah we make our connection. It would seem then that mitzvahs are contributors to the Jewish people. Mitzvahs are holier than the Jews. Mitzvah is, more, is more, deeper connected to Hashem than the Jewish people. So the Jewish people need the mitzvahs to establish a connection or to forge a connection. But on the other hand, in many ways, the Jewish people are called the contributors to the mitzvahs. Because the Torah is called our wife, we're the husband. In many midrashim, in many midrashim it describes that when Hashem was looking to give the Torah, it describes it as a king looking for a groom, looking for a son-in-law for his daughter. So the Torah is called his daughter, and he's looking for a prince to marry her. And he found the Jewish people who marry the Torah. Now if the Jewish people are the prince that marry the Torah, That means they are the husband of the Torah. The husband is always the one giving, transmitting to the wife. The husband is the mashpiyah, the wife is the vessel, is the makabal, is the recipient. Comes out according to that, that the Jewish neshamis are higher than the Torah. That's the contradiction that he's bothered with, who is higher than who. In the Zohar it says, Gimel, Kshadem, Miskashin There are three things that connect together. Yisrael by Raisa, Yidin connect to the Torah, which and the Torah is connected to Hashem. That's what the Zohar says. Yidin bond with the Torah, and the Torah bonds with God. And via the Torah, the Jewish people have a connection to Hashem. The Madregah of Torah is higher than Yidin. Right? That's what it seems to say. The Torah is higher than Yidin. That would mean that the Torah is the Chasim, and we are the Kala. We are the bride. However, the problem is that that's not, we find differently. We find the Taira being called the bride, and the Jewish people are called the chasn. It says, lanu kihilas yakov. And the sages say, don't read it, moishah, which means an inheritance, but rather read it, mi'urasah. Which means, Torah, the Torah that Moshe commanded us, she is betrothed to the congregation of Yaakov. She is the bride of Yaakov. And another another proof to that, when someone is engaged in Torah learning, someone who always studies a big Talmud Chacham, we call them a Baal Torah. It's funny. In the Yeshivisha world, you always refer to him as a ben Torah. So the ben Torah means he's a child of the Torah, he's a recipient of the Torah. But the altar Rebbe says, true Talmid Chachamim are called a Baal Torah. A Baal Torah means that he is the husband. Baal means husband. a husband And also in the Zohar, interesting." The Zohar refers to people, people, people that are scholars, Marei some masters of the Torah. Masters of the Torah. A master is higher than the, than, the sub, than the subject, servant, or whatever. And another proof to that, that the Jewish people are higher than the Torah, it gives another proof. It says, Kedosh Yisrael Hashem, Reishis Fuasa. That the Jewish people are Jews are holy for God. We are racists. We are the first of His crop. The first of His grains, of His tvuah, of His crop. Now what are the crop? What is considered crop? So Torah is called Hashem's crop. Torah is called bread. What is bread made out of grain? So the crop, that's the Torah. And what are the Jewish people called? Racists. The beginning of the crop. That means they're higher than the Torah. They they, they come first. They're at the very start. He's just proving that the Torah is called bread. Called grain. It says, Go fight for my bread. And Torah is also called Yayin. Like many times there's a phrase The wine of Torah. So you see Torah is also called wine. And wine is another kind of a crop. Wine is also called Tvua. v'gam b'shem yayin, and that's called. And we find that wine is called tvuasa sakherem, the crop or the of the vineyard. And so, if we're saying that yidn are racist tvuasa, they are the racist of the yayin of the of the of the of the, of the wine crop. Vinikra and tyre is also called shemen. Does. Torah is also called Shemin. Um, I, I don't have a reference right now where Torah is called Shemin. I know that secrets of the Torah are called Shemin. I'm trying to think in, 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 uh, in, in literature. If we find in, in Chumash, in Navi, in Scripture, if we find anywhere, Torah compared to oil. But in any case, in Shaman Shemin it's called oil. Olives are also called grain and yet we're saying that yidn are racist Was us now it could be I I don't like to say psh, uh, perushim but it could be the reason why he wants to say that Torah is co- called bread Torah is called wine and Torah is called oil and any way you're going to call the Torah it's all considered part of the crop of Tvuah. and yidn are racist to us why does the altar Rebbe have to find all these various different things that the Torah is compared to say it's called Tvuah. it's called grain we know that what's the indian of finding lechem Yayin, and shemin because the alterebba wants to be wants to clarify something and that is we know that in torah itself there's various different levels because one would be able to answer and say it like this we asked the question before who is higher than who is the yid higher than the torah the torah is higher than the yid and so we can answer depends which level of torah we can say the revealed the revealed part of the torah the law of the torah that comes down in the physical world, on that the Jew is higher than the Torah. But maybe the esoteric, the inner light of the Torah, the Torah is higher than the Jew. That's why the Alter Rebbe says no. When it says that Torah is called Tvuah, Tvuah means Lechem, Yayin, and Shemen. Which you know that these three things refer to three levels of Torah. The more physical side of Torah is called bread. The Secrets of Torah, Kabbalah, is called wine. And the secrets of the secrets, the inner of the inner, is called shemen. It's called oil. And the Alter Rebbe says, and all of them are called crop. And then why do we say that, are The beginning of the crop. Which would seem to imply that yidn are higher, even of the deepest, 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 Pirushim in Torah or, or inner inner at Torah, Yidna are higher than that too. The Jewish people are higher than that. Too. But then how does it make sense that the Zohar says that the way we connect to God is we connect to the Torah and the Torah is connected to Hashem. Obviously something that's more connected to God is higher. Higher and lower means what, is, what has a deeper bond with Hashem. So which one is it? The Indian who and the idea is as follows the the sages say so he's going to explain like this it works both ways the Torah needs the Jewish people and the Jewish people need the Torah and each one is considered a mashpia to the other one you didn't give the Torah something that the Torah doesn't have the Torah must have the Jewish people to study it or else the Torah is almost useless and the same as the Jewish people uh, receive from the Torah the Torah gives the Jewish people something they don't have so there is a there is a there is a give and take on both sides. It works in both directions. So in as much that the yidden are enhancing the Torah, then yidden are considered the husband, and the Torah is considered the wife. In as much that the Torah is enhancing the Jewish people, then the Torah is the husband, and the Jewish people are the wife. It depends on which way it works. We switch roles. The Indian who the Amisar is now going to begin to explain what is the quality of the Jewish people. In in in, in, in what's the quality that we possess that we give the Torah. And he's going to say one thing. What we have that the Torah doesn't have, what Yidin have, what is special about the Jewish people, what Yidin possess is that Yidin have the Indian of Bitel. Our thing is Bittl. We manufacture Bitel. That's what a Jewish neshama is all about. It's all the power, Bittl. What does Bitel mean? Bittl means to abnegate, self-abnegation. That means you start off with being a somebody of importance and somebody that feels that he's very, very important and should have and do whatever he or she wants and the capability to say that God comes before me, before my comforts, before my immediate satisfaction. I'm going to do what Hashem wants me to do. That surrender, that's the bittle. And that's what our Jews have. And he's going to explain, that uh, Jews have, and he says that quality in the Jewish people is related to the Shoresh of Neshamas, of Yidn in Malchus. Malchus is all about bitl. That's what. What's the relationship between a king and a subject? The subject is battle to the Melech. Since Neshamas are, are registered, they originate in God's attribute of kingship, so what does that do to the Neshamas? That the neshamas are bitl, in a state of bit. And what kind of bitl? A bitl of, just like a subject with the king. Where it's not like the bitl of someone's feet to their head. You know, your feet are battle. Are also nullified. But the feet don't have an independent will in the first place. There's no clashing. There's no, there's no, there's no uh, um, friction between two wills. The will of your head and the will of your feet. If you want something in your head, you want something with your feet as well, because it's one entity, it's one person. So there is a level of bittul which is a very deep bittul where things are totally one with the one with God, and that's why they're bottle And the, like for, for example, the is the attributes of Atzilos, they're 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 they 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 are Hashem. That's why they're bottle But the chiddush over here in Bittl that we're talking about is the Bittl of Malchus. The bittel of Malchus is a unique bittel And what's the bittel It's bittel Ayash. That means. I have himself, I have a life, I have important things I need to take care of, I have my agenda, my wants, my needs, and yet I know that God comes first, and every time he calls upon me, I do what he wants, or I do it his way. That bitl, that's a quality that Yidden have. The that could not... You see, when Hashem tried to give the Torah to the, to the rest of the nations, what was the question? They asked a question, what does it say? Hashem always related to them something that goes against their nature. Something that they're not comfortable with. And they said, I'm sorry, I can't live that way. Obviously they understood that means a serious commitment that has to be kept forever. And they realized that they couldn't do it. Notwithstanding the fact that they would be the chosen people and be this great, they're jealous of the Jewish people because we're the chosen people. They could have been the chosen people. But it would be at what? At the expense of what? Of bittle, And they didn't want Bittl. The Ebershter knows he's not going to get bittle anywhere. The only ones who give him bittle are Yiddin. Yeah. Oh, the bitl means for sure. Yeah. That's the bit the the, the bitl that nasava The 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 desire, the pleasure that the Abishta had a was bitl be, bitl ayash. Cuz that's what what the tachtainim bring offer. The tachtainim bring bring they offer ego. They offer a sense of self. And they can have a bitl. That's their their chiddush And that's their pleasure. Right? The 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 okay so this union is what Yidden offer and and that's why Torah and mitzvahs need to be planted in the Jewish soul because the Torah and mitzvahs need to be done by a person who has Bittl. In other words, if the Torah and the mitzvahs are performed as without Bittl, just as a beautiful thing. I mean, a, a gentile can also. Study and hear and learn and, 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 and recognize the value of a certain mitzvah. And even the spiritual value and the godly value. And say, this is so beautiful. I'm so inspired by this mitzvah. I think it's so wonderful and it's so good. And thereby he goes ahead and does the mitzvah. So that kind of a performance is lacking the bittl to the Abishter. I'm doing it because you said so. And the truth is there are many mitzvahs sometimes or many things that you say that a guy would do. And sometimes, you know, the spirituality and the thing and the that might be even nicer by him. And Jews are mumbling and grumbling and quetching and this and that, but they're doing the mitzvah. <laughs> they're doing the mitzvah. Meaning they're doing it because the Eivishter said so. It's not, it's, it's, it, it has the bittal in it. And in order to spark, as he's going to explain soon, in order to spark the godliness of the mitzvah, you need the Bittle. It's like the mitzvah has incredible potential in it but it needs a certain spark to hit it. And when it comes together with the spark, together, it's like putting together two wires for the electricity to, to, to come. So the, 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 this is what need, what, what's needed over here. You need to have a yid, you need a, bit, a mitzvah with bitl, and together you create a tzmicha, a growth. As he's gonna say. Again, the inyin, who, and the idea is. This is about six lines from the top. We're learning the Ma'im Allah, havin shayrish advarim. So the Indian who the Amorazal Chazal say from heaven, Mehevi Yahavi, they give, give they give, Mishkal Shakli, but they don't take. The and the second miracle was bigger than the first. That's talking about Rabbi Chanina ben Daisa, one of the great sages who was sitting once with his wife. And they were bemoaning the fact that the Imamish didn't have anything to eat. They were very, very sad. So they, they I'm sorry, I don't think they were bemoaning. I think they just went and they davened. They felt the mamash didn't have anything. So they davened that the Hashem should send them a hashpa, should give them something. So the, 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 from the roof of their home, a hand came down and extended to them and gave them a golden leg. And they were very happy. They had a golden leg, and now they can go and sell this golden leg, and they want to have a fortune. And then what happened was they, uh, they had a dream. I think his wife had a dream, who had the dream. And in the dream, they saw themselves sitting in the, in the world to come, and amongst all the other tzaddikim, and everybody's sitting, the couples are sitting together, and everybody else is sitting on a table with four legs. And they were sitting on a table with three legs. So they realized that the leg that they got is really the golden leg that belongs already for the Olam Abba, the Olam leg. So they, they've realized that they they realize, they realize if it's on the count of the future thing, they didn't want it. So they prayed again, they davened again, and the hand came back down and took back the leg. So the Gemara says that the second miracle was much greater than the first miracle. It means the, the, the fact that they came and they, because upstairs in heaven, they don't have a return policy. Can't, can't bring back the goods. That's it. No returns. That's the rule. Why? Because the way things flow, the, the flow, the way God set up the system, is that things flow from non-beingness into beingness. Things flow from ayin to yesh, from spiritual to physical. That's the system. Everything. Every, 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 every apple you eat, it didn't begin as an apple. It began as a spiritual concept. And that too began as a higher spiritual idea, which is a force. And that's higher and higher. And then later it materializes and it makes its way through the world till it comes down to the physical world and it materializes into a thing. so that leg was also obviously we understand that in olam Abba where there are only neshamas they're sitting by a table, they're not sitting by a physical table. It's a spiritual gold which was was represented in that leg. When it was plucked from that table, it means it took a journey down and it manifested down here in a physical in physical gold. So now, so that's what happened. The miracle. So something stick came down and became thick, thickened till it became something gashmi. That's not such a miracle. Because that Hashem is always doing. Hashem is always making, every time a cucumber grows, every time an apple grows, anytime any time a child is born, any Indian, it's, an, it's something coming down from the higher realms, materializing down here. The chiddush is that you can take something, that something goes back from physical, material existence to non-existence, That that's a chiddush. we know that with the scientists, I don't think they still have figured out how to destroy something and make it not be. The only thing they can do is they can change the form of something from... From from one thing to a gas, from a different different from a liquid to a solid to a gas, that they can do. But to make something disappear, just like we can't create anything, yesh miayan, we can't we can't go back and bring from yesh to ayin. We can't make from hashat. We can't make from my, my ayin to yesh, from nothing to something. We also can't make from something to nothing. Right, so therefore it says the second miracle was actual, but Hashem does go one thing, but from above where they do create yesh me'ayin, but it's in which direction? It's that the yesh is created from the from the ayin, not that the ayin is make is is um, not that the ayin is. I'm sorry, not that the yesh is going back to ayin. So the Gemara says this is a bigger miracle. What does that mean, however? It means the idea that the Baal Shem said. The Baal Shem said that the Abishter that Hashem gives Yidin, makes from ruchni is Gashmias. The Abishter gives Yidin Gashmias. And Yidin take the Gashmias and make it Ruchnias. The difference between a, between a Gashmi and a Ruchni in general is that Gashmi is full of itself. Ruchni senses its source, And it's connected to its source. Rukhni is always looking up. It's always always connected. It's higher. This week is the uh, Altareb is Yortzai, Ilula this coming uh, week. If you look at the Altareb's eyes, you see a Ish-Rukhni. You see a spiritual man. His eyes are like up. He's looking. A Rukhni is, is a Gashmi, material, thick into itself. When a person takes anything when a, when a, when a, in a Jew's life, being that a Jew is introducing bitl in his gashmi thing, so what is a Jew doing? He's making from yesh iron. He's making from something nothing. Even though it does, I mean, technically we're not causing things to disappear, but it's still it's the same idea. The general nature of, of a somebody, a person, any person, is born and then a person wants to make something out of himself. He wants to grow his, his 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 name. He wants to grow his wealth. He wants to grow his his his, his all of his other whatever that make him a more you know more of a somebody, more of a metzias, more of an entity. And that's the nature of everything. Everything tries to become more of it, right? Or at least protect itself. But by a Jew, it's a life of totally opposite. The life of biddl. Making from yesh ayin. That's why it says, Gidoyle Maise tzadikim, yoser me'maisei myshumain v'aretz. The work of the tzadikim is greater than the deeds of the creating heaven and earth. The creating of heaven and earth is God's work. And that is, what does Hashem do? He creates my ayin to Yash. And Hashem says, What you do, tzadikim, which when we know va'amech kulam tzadikim, only yidna tzadikim, you're of Being a yesh and being bottled to me impresses me more than what I do. making from Ay, from. Kiane from Sar, that's what he explains over here, because the first miracle, Shenoststan, Loisov and they gave him gold from heaven. A That's not such a big miracle. Shakahu said. That's the order of evolving of evolving worlds., it descends below until spiritual things descend down and they materialize to Gashmias. And he gives an example. We know that every blade of grass has a mazal, has a spiritual mazal. That means that there is a spiritual source to the grass and before the grass grew and became a thing it, it, it was first in its ruchni the source and then it descended into the physical. the mazal And the mazal is spiritual the nimshah, and then from the mazal, which is ruchni, it's drawn me'ayin from nothingness, because generally spirituality we call nothingness, because it's not li'esh, to something, to something concrete, to something material. Ma, that's the first. So that is not such a big miracle. Over there, the chiddush was, that usually in most cases, apples grow on trees, strawberries grow on the ground, things even, right? But... Um, 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 legs, golden legs don't come down from, from, from the ceiling, from the roof. So that, or from Shemayim. So that is, was a miracle. But it's still not going against the system. It's just uh, within the system it was a chiddush. It's something new. The second miracle to convert that that, that leg back to nothingness who nifla is very wondrous. Nega compared to the way the entire hashdalsholus is set up to work. The Abishter doesn't do that. He his Indian is making from from ayin to yesh. This Indian is what we create. Here's where our creativity comes in. We create from something nothing only in not have this, this Indian to do that. Kosovo, like it says, you're going to be to me a desirable land. What's the connection of being a desirable land? To be a being that makes from yesh ayin. So first of all, that's what earth does. When you put something into the earth, what does it do? It disintegrates it makes it back into ayah. <laughs> it takes a seed, makes it into ayah. And bichlal, the earth itself, is a metzius of ayah. Is a metzius of betel. Because if there's any entity in the world that takes a beating all the time, it's earth. Everybody steps on it, tramples it, it rolls on it, bangs it. The earth is... what does that mean? But what does it mean, Eretz cheifetz, a desirable Eretz? Pitch cheifetz veratz in What's the abishter's cheifetz? Shem created a world, but what's his intention in creation? And what's his pleasure in creation? His pleasure is, because chafetz, means a desire, a pleasurable desire. When you want something with... So, pittish chafetz, v'ratsen shalomailo, what's the... Sheyebitla yesh That the Ebrister wanted, that the yesh should be bottled to something, should be bottled to nothing. So chafetzet, t'yem atam And you're gonna satiate this desire. This pleasure and this desire that I have in creation, you're going to provide me. You're the only ones who, are, who, who, are, who, are, who have that ability to do that. The Hinay, for behold, Canassus Israels is going to say, Why do Yidn have this Kayacha Bittel? Because of where our Nishamas come from. Our Nishamas come from Sphira Samalchas. And Sphira Samalchas is in itself the most Bittel diggest the ineknesses Yisroel, mekar nishmas Yisroel, the source of the Jewish neshamahs, nikkra b'shem Eretz, is called Eretz. She yesh boy koyach atzmeiach, latzmiach kol pri which has a power of vegetation to give forth every fruit, power of growth leminehu to its type. Al yideh ashezara by Eretz. But when, when you plant it on the earth now let's take a look let's analyze this the ever says vineyagar garden when we take the seed aim by tam there is no taste umasikus and there isn't any sweetness let's say it's a uh, it's a it's a seed from a melon a melon is a very sweet fruit but if you chew on the seed the seed doesn't have sweetness in it it's only the fruit has the sweetness but not the seed there's no taste it's actually tasteless and there's no mesikas, there's no sweetness to it. Elohu keets ba'alma, it's just like a piece of wood, like a tasteless piece of wood. V'gam, okay. So that's the seed. The seed doesn't have doesn't have taste, doesn't have. Uh, it's like a piece of wood. Now, now let's take a look. The power of tze'me'ach. V'gam b'koyach tze'me'ach. Now, there's a power of vegetation that's in the earth. Hashem put in the earth. A power to make things grow. It's in the soil. Aimed by Tmuna Saperi. Now, in the Korach HaTzamei HaSheba Aretz, you don't have in there various different Tmunais, different pictures or different forms of fruits. It's not to say that if you're going to take soil, from any given place, let's say even a very fertile land where all kinds of things grow. And you're going to bring the soil to a lab. And you're going to start dissecting the soil. And mom is breaking it down. Are you going to find in the soil onions and potatoes and avocados? You're not going to find it. Carrots. <laughs> it's not in the soil. Unless you are planted there. But I'm saying it's not there. But so the kol that's there doesn't have these things. Now the the the, the, the seed that you're putting it in the ground doesn't either have it because it just doesn't have taste, doesn't have just a just a dry piece of wood. So you have to say, what does it mean? How does it work? The seed essentially really does have it. it the seed has the seed of a whatever of of, of of a melon has all the character and everything of the melon. But it's all there in a code, in a way that is no giluy. It's locked in a, in a non-expressed state. It's an essential, unexpressed. It's an helam shebe helem. It's a potential Sheba te- potential. All inside of it. Now what happens when you put it in the earth? When you put it in the earth, the earth makes bittle. The earth takes it and contributes the bittle. In other words, destroys it. When it is destroyed and becomes not, that's when the HaTzomeach kicks in. The soil itself is not the HaTzomeach. the soil is soil. The soil makes bittle Then the third thing that happens is the HaTzomeach kicks in. That's in the soil. But when does the HaTzomeach kick in? Only after the soil contributed and made the seed ayin FS nothing. Then what happens? It the HaTzomeach will create the melon. Now, the melon was in the seed. But the seed can't unlock its potential until it, until it, until it nullifies itself. So usually when... See, that, that's the whole chiddush over here of tzmich. Usually when things grow, any development of something, is a thing develops based on what it is. Based on who he is and what he is, you develop. So you have a certain talent, for instance, as a, as a person. So you go and you'll practice and you'll go seek out a teacher and a master to teach you how to play this instrument and you'll get better at it and better at it And better at it until you'll be a, you'll be a great uh, musician. And so is with every talent that you have. So you're working with what you have to further grow it and develop it. But that's not what you're doing with the seed. You're putting the seed and you, you in order to bring out what you want from the seed, it needs to become destroyed. After its destruction, that's when the power comes out of it. Why? Because what you're bringing from the seed is not just a little something. You're creating from the seed, like shaloi be'erach. And when you need to make shaloi be'erach, meaning something completely out, the thing needs to be nullified, and then its power comes out. So it's like a, it's a there's a there is a an inherent contradiction over here. You have to nullify it for it to come out because. What, 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 when you're going to plant the melon seed, it's going to grow you a melon. It's not going to grow you a, uh, something else. Or a dafka melon. Which means it's still loyal to what that seed was. So now let's see inside. V'gam on the power of vegetation, It doesn't have the tumuna of the fruit, nitzmach ko Because it doesn't have this fruit. Any peri you're going to put in, any fruit you're going to put in, grows out. Depending on what the seed that you're going to put in. Chita, where you're going to put in wheat. Usayer, where you're going to put in barley. Vegefen, where you're going to put in um, 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 grape seeds. as chita. It's not like it has wheat in there. If it would have, here's another thing. If it would have wheat inside of it, meaning the essential wheat's um, DNA kind of in the earth, in the soil. Then why does it need you to put a weed in? It can do, just give out weed on its own. elisha So you have to say it's not there. It's in the El. What happens? Sh'dayis. Achdes hagarin. Through the achdos, through the unification, hagarin, the seed, sheyesh boy behelem t'munas peri. The entire DNA of the peri is inside what? Inside the seed. And where does it have to be misyached? Where does it have to join Imha when it goes into the soil, now the third thing comes into play. The soil itself doesn't make it grow. The soil makes it rot, and then the that's in the earth it's the spiritual godly power that God put in. That umph is released into this into this plant, and it comes out. The koach comes in to give you a growth that is similar to the seed that you put in. The kachu in Yenam and so was the idea of the Mitzvahs, Sh'Neshtal Mitzvahs are seeds. Now he's comparing Mitzvahs to these major seeds. Remember, the Mimer is saying, the Mimer, we began the Mimer saying like this, that when Yidin come to galus, what's the purpose of Golas? Haboim Yashresh that the habayim is referring to the time when Yidin come to Golas. And what happens, Yashresh Yaakov, that's when Yaakov, when the roots take root in Yaakov. Which roots? The roots of mitzvahs. And Yaakov is what? Yaakov is the soil. We are the earth in which the mitzvahs are planted, but which, and why do we go to Golas? We spoke earlier, we have to become earth. We have to be fertile earth. Okay. So now, how does that work? Kahu The mitzvahs, they came down below. First of all, the idea is like this. Mitzvahs, in its core essential root of roots, are things of magnificent, magnificent godliness. They are just unbelievable, powerful, potent, infinite lights. That's what they are. Infinite powers, infinite, gorgeous, beautiful. I mean, it's um, splendor and beauty, and the, oh, not, not even to imagine. The light that's in every mitzvah, as it is rooted in God's, in Hashem. In Hashem. But then Hashem, Hashem diminishes it, diminishes it, diminishes it, down to a little DNA, DNA code embedded in a physical activity. a physical object. So obviously, all the flavor is gone. All that light, all that pleasure, all that, it's all gone. All you have is a dry piece of shulchan aruch, telling you these rigid details of exactly how the mitzvah needs to be done. In such, in such, uh, in such a, this is pretty, pretty dry in the sense that it's like lacking the spirituality and the vigor and it's just These are the laws of the mitzvah. These are the details of the mitzvah. What is that? That's the DNA code of this magnificent plant. Okay, that's the mitzvah. But now you need to put the seed somewhere. The seed is going to go into a Jewish neshama. So now, So now, Until it becomes a garin. It doesn't have any taste. Just like tzitzis. Looks like just physical fringes. Mitzamer from wool. V'tfilin and tfillin miklaf from parchment. And people look at it and say, what's the big spirituality in that? Ach yesh oin Inside of them they contain the supernal delight, the supernal pleasure. Val lo makaim And then a yid comes and he does and he fulfills the mitzvah. Nitzmach, it causes it to grow forth, v'nigdal, and it grows, The supernal delight emerges out into the open for it to be revealed. V'hainu, and the reason is, Lafi v'hainu, and that is, Lafi she Yisrael, and Eretz, and the reason how this works is, that yidn are why, why, why do yidn? Why is it yidn that do the mitzvah? It brings out the oin the pleasure in the mitzvah. And that is because the yidna are like the soil, just like the soil brings out the power of the seed. Finally Yisrael, Eretz, because yidna are Eretz, <laughs> They are rooted in Malchus. Shekol nimshachim ba, all the ten sphere's are nimshachin Malchus, <laughs> Now why does Malchus have the quality of Bittul? Why he emphasizes that Yidden are Malchus and all the ten Spheres are Nimshach in it, why that's necessary for this, I don't know. This Just this four <laughs> lines. <laughs> What's Negei, that The Negei over here is that Yidden are Malchus and Malchus is Bittul. Why is Negei over here that all the ten Spheres are Nimshach in Malchus? I'm not exactly sure. But... Uh, you're saying because of its bitl, it's receiving. <laughs> what are the bitl? What is the bitl of the Jewish people? The bittle of the Jewish people is Iskafya Eskafia means that we're always bending ourselves. We're always bending to be uncomfortable to do Hashem's will. Whether it's giving tzedakah to the point where it's, when it's hurting, it's uncomfortable. Whether it's learning Torah when we're tired and we're not in the mood anymore and we're we'll learning whether it's going to shul and davening or whatever it is. It's always bending to do what the Abister wants. And that's the quality. That's the biddle. And his hapcha. His habcha is already a latter state where there's a total transformation where you've already given up your identity so much to the point where you've assumed a new identity or a deeper identity. It's interesting that he uses his hapcha as a state of bitl, I guess getting to his hapcha is a bitl. Once you're in a once you're in the state of hapcha, there's no more bitl ayash. It's like you're 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 in sync with everything. Everything God wants is a pleasure to you. It's no more a fight. But okay. But the main thing over here is the iskafia. The ain pitish iskafia. And the main and the meaning of iskafia he says doesn't mean al When we're saying iskafia over here it doesn't mean Bending ourselves from doing real sin, real avera, doing real bad, he says. But rather, we're talking about subtleties. Iskafia doesn't meaning this person can say, "Well, of course, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing terrible sins. I'm not a murderer. I'm not." a... Say, "No, of course. Of course, you're not doing that. That that's not even. That does not even. That's not even in your thought. We're talking about things where the body is, yeah, interested in doing. And yet, and even if they're not sinful, it's just." It's just things that it Just just uh, 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 indulgences Material indulgences And that's the iskafia. Where he does not give in to what his body wants That's the biddle And I don't know what his proof is I didn't understand this when I learned this the, Look look over here Mama, I Mama have no clue Iskafia doesn't mean an absolute bad Because if someone says I will sin and I will do tshuva They don't let him do tshuva so, what kind of proof is that? What does he say? The Gemara says, that if you say, echta I will sin, I will do tshuva, they don't, they don't help him do true. So, therefore, it can't be, when askafia doesn't mean sin. No, but this, what I don't get is that we're not dealing, over here, the person is having askafia not to sin. He's not sinning. oimer echta, I will sin, va'ashov, is one thing. But he's not sinning. He's askafia not to sin. So, I don't know what shaykhs this has over here. I don't know, and I didn't get a chance to learn this uh, earlier enough to be able to uh, ask someone or try to figure this out. I don't know what he wants with this. Ella, but rather, but the main idea is: what is the eskafya that we're talking about? Bemuterlach. things that are permitted. And but a Jew works on himself not to give in to every whim and desire of his body which this is the bitl of yesh, of something le'ayin to nothing. Shuhu n'ayla yesh me'ayin. This is a higher quality than what God is doing. What is the Abish to doing? Making yesh me'ayin. Something from nothing. And the Jew is taking a yesh body, his body, that is a real grub yesh, a real coarse yesh, and he's bending it and yielding it to ayin to nothingness. And this is who we are, this is what we're all about. This is what we have in our source, in our neshama, to have this bitl to, to do it the Eberster's way. So now, when you take the seed of Torah, or the seed of a mitzvah, which we spoke about earlier, is an awesomely godly concept. It's an awesomely godly entity but has come down into a tasteless physical um, activity or, or substance, like the tzitzis, it's a physical thing. And what do you do? And you take that and you, and you put it onto a neshama, and the neshama absorbs it like the earth absorbs the seed. In the neshama of the yin, in them, the Abish to put in their neshama, the koach ha the power of vegetation is not even, the, it's, not, it's not our neshama. Our neshama is not really what makes it grow. What makes it grow is Malchus the Ein Sof. The infinite light, the Gilui of Malchus of Ein Zof. Malchus of Ain is the Malchus of God The Oy Ain That's boundless. That's what makes it grow. But where is the Malchus the Ain Sof? Where does that reveal itself? In Malchus of Atzilus. and ultimately, in an Neshama down here below that has Bittel to the Eibish. That's what I mentioned earlier. That there's three things playing a role. That's, that's how the other version of the Maimer The same Maimer is in the Mamar of the Alter Rebbe in the Sef, in Neviim. On the Pasikabarm Yashish M'Yashvish Yaakov is a pasach in Yeshaya. So over there, the mimer actually was much clearer, the version of, in, over there that I understood it better. And anyways, over there, he, he explains this idea that there's three things playing together over here. There is the seed, there is the soil, and then there's the koach that comes into the soil and hits the seed while it's in the soil. So now, how does that apply to, 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 to the three things? You got like this, you have the mitzvah. That's the seed. You have the Jew. The Jew is the soil, the bitl. and in there comes the kohachatzameach, which is the koach of ein Saif. That's what he's referring to over here. Not soivam b'tchilasam. The beginning is wedged in the end, or the end is wedged in the beginning. Malchus de ein Saif, which is the kohachatzameach, the malchus element of ein Saif. nitzmach venigla that causes a growth and a revelation of a oinega elyon mitzvahs of the pleasure that's in the mitzvah liyaz begilu. But here's the a, a thing, not only does it take and release the pleasure that's in the seed, it's not like when you put the seed in the ground, and then you can take the seed back out and chew it, and ah, it has all the tastes. It's not what it does. Not only does it bring out the taste and the flavor and all the things that are hidden in it, but it actually increases it 10, 20, 100, 200 times as much. It gives you an entire apple tree from one seed. It gives you a whole, much more. That's what happens. So when a yid does it. And that's why interesting, earlier in the mimer, earlier in the mimer, not in, meaning not in this mimer, the mimer as we're learning of is a beer So in the mimer, in the in the, in the original mimer, the altar Rebbe says, therefore, therefore, um, he says, When tefillin is put on a person's head, whoa, it creates an entire market in heaven. You can have tefillin sitting on the table all day long, it doesn't accomplish anything. Even though it's a mitzvah. Meaning it's the mitzvah, it's the item. It doesn't create any giloy, the Altar Rebbe says. says, Asking a question person's forehead when you're putting the tefillin it's also physical so my um my high physicality my high physicality why is this physicality of a person's head more more to be magalet to reveal the godliness of the mitzvah more you're saying like this the, the tefillin itself is like a seed it has all the kadusha in it all the godly in, everything it's just it's stuck in the physical form it needs to be released into its spirituality so when a Jew does it, he puts it on his body, ooh, then it happens. He's asking a question. He's saying a person's head is also gashmi. Mach it doesn't make a difference. V'gam, Vigam, and he gives it also, how about a non-Jew? If a non-Jew will take the tefillin and put it on his head and, and, and wrap it exactly, also won't accomplish anything. doesn't accomplish anything. It's Nothing. <laughs> No, I I I'm I'm reading a little. I, I, so I said I'm reading a little bit from the, from the initial mimer. Vahainu, and he gives an interesting thing. And he, this idea that he differentiates between the Jew's head and the non-Jew's head, he says vahainu k'mushal. He gives it like a mushal kochatzomeyach. The power of the tzomeach, that's in the earth, not oils all soil will grow, because if you're gonna take, you're gonna take the seeds from the. Um, From Napa Valley, and you're gonna go to uh, the Wahhabi Desert, deep inside over there. You're gonna plant them over there. You're not gonna get. Maybe you'll get something. I don't think you're really getting much. It's only when you're planting them in fertile land that's when it's gonna grow. So you're gonna be the land of my desire, where the desire comes out. Okay. I'm going back inside to the Mimer. And for the same reason, the Jewish people are also called the woman that fears God. What is this idea? She is the woman that fears God. Same idea. What does a woman do in the relationship of the woman to a man? There too, the man gives a seed. And the seed is not a human being. The seed is a potential human being. It has all the DNA of the human being. But it is a seed, nothing there. When it comes into the woman, what does she do? She brings out, what happens? The seed becomes, we know, it becomes a a Chazal, called a Tipas Rucha. It becomes destroyed. But yet, the woman takes it, and then she creates a magnificent human being from it. So she brings out all the potential that's in the seed. So the Ebrishter says, Isha Yiras Hashem. We are the woman. The Jewish people are the woman. And what's our quality to be the woman? Bittl. Yiras Hashem. Fear of God, which is the Bittl. In other words, the main quality in mitzvahs is not so much the Ava. The love with... It's interesting, according to this mimer, the love in which you do the mitzvah is not as important as the fear with which you do the mitzvah. And the fear doesn't necessarily have to be trembling fear. That's actually not bad. It's... A, it's, 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 it's 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 a plus, but even if you're not that, the main fact that you know I need to do the mid because I have to do it, because I'm obliged to do it, I'm obligated. I'm going to miss this man. It's like a person is worried. It's not it's not out of love. I want to. I have no choice. I have to do it. I can't chas and miss it? How can it be? I can't. That fear is is, is the bitl that a yid has to Hashem. Isha yiras Hashem. yisrael b'shem isha yires Hashem. Ki yira. That's the fear, and the dread of God, that's in front of his eyes. And we talk a seed by the woman that she does the same thing. Just like the earth is kind of the woman to the seed, the seed goes in, and the earth is like the woman, means she develops it until it grows. And then there's the birth. The birth is when it grows. So the same is also, the main formation and the coming into being of the child is from the seminal drop of the father, as Chazal say, that what um, that the father is the one that is mazria. He gives loiven that which is white. Shem atzama is which from there come the bones and the sinews, which means the main structure of the child is from the father. Ella, but it won't do anything if it's not in, if it's not conceived by a woman through this, that the child the, the, is in the mother's womb. And eats from what his mother eats. What does that do? It brings forth, it takes it from the concealed to the revealed. With all his limbs. That which was completely concealed... In the drop of the Father. in the same is also the mitzvahs. Their source above is the supernal will. And therefore they're filled with the best stuff of heaven. The mitzvahs. They're rooted in the, the infinite. And they have all the godly pleasure. And they came down through many chain lines, lower and lower. <laughs> Tulu becomes a tiny little seed that looks to us like physicality. That's why mitzvahs are compared also to tarach. How many mitzvahs are there? 620. 613 plus 7 rabbinic mitzvahs is 620. And the Zohar calls them 600 pillars of light. Pillar, what does a pillar do? It connects the roof to the, to the ground. So to the is connecting the highest of the high, the deepest of the deep, the unfathomable of the unfathomable, to what? To something very concrete and definitive. Vinikra and, and earthy. B'chen Tarach tarach amudei oida called 620 pillars of light. Kamo amude just like the pillar shemachaber mata, it connects that which is above to below. V'ayadei sheniklatu But that's the mitzvah. Now you need to take this mitzvah and absorb it inside the woman. Now the seed is placed in the woman, which is in a Yiddish Neshama. Which in them, only they have the power to produce a child. The power to cause growth. This brings a revelation, a giloy of the mitzvah. It opens up the mitzvah, it makes the mitzvah blossom. They make the mitzvah show its true light of what the mitzvah is above. And this is what it means the woman that is God fearing. The woman that fears Hashem, she is praised. So, what does he mean by that? Is isha the woman that fears God, she is the one who shines the light. He tishalal. She prays. The word halal also means to, to illuminate. She illuminates the lights that are in the mitzvahs. hallelujah But he's going to give a little bit of a different pirush. First, I thought that the pir- first I thought this was the pirush. Then I continued learning, and I I saw that he learns differently in he tishalal. But then when I looked quickly and I managed just perhaps, a few seconds before this year, a few, I mean, just a little bit before, to find in the Tzemach Tzedek that he does say the Pirish that I'm saying. That that's what the Al-Tarebbe means at the beginning. He to means she shines the light of the mitzvahs. And now he's going to give another Pirish he to that in order for her to do that, she also needs to be illuminated herself. That she should have the power of a woman to be able to do that. But we'll see that in a minute. And he, and he explains, hallelujah What's the idea of he Halal is the same idea of halalukah. What does it mean, halalukah? When do we say halalukah? Halalukahs are said every day during the verses of song that we say before baruchu, before yishtabach, before, before berchaz Krishna. What's the idea behind it? Sh'tamam. The reason why we say verses of song, ashray and all of that, all the halalukahs, Koydim kriyashma. And the reason for that we date dafka before the Shema. Ki va Because by Kriya Shema, what's the what's the point of Kriya Shema? That a yit should come to Avas Hashem. We want to draw forth the love. How do you come to the love? The only way you can come to the love is through through this that a person that you do contemplation. If you meditate on something inspirational, if you meditate on Hashem, and then you come to an appreciation of the Evedi. Eventually, it will reach into your heart, and it will create an excitement, an emotional stirring of the heart. Ki Kriyishma vaHafto the Krishma vaHafto umachmas he is binding us. You contemplate the psukah de zimra, which are the psukim of song, shu sipur shvachav in which you're praising, you're relating the you're relating the, the praises of Hashem. Yoytzer so misharsim, v'yashem misharsim, It's interesting. He, he tells you that. It's super shavach shel shalomakoyim yotze m'sharos of v'yashem m'sharos. That's not even a pesukah de The pesukim yotze m'sharos is a birchas kriyah shema. So it's a little interesting because he says machtes boynu took a de zimra super shavach which is what yotze m'sharos of v'yashem m'sharosok. For tzarech and what do we need lehe yeru his boynenos p'chinas yud came l'mayla. So the idea is like this: a person can can be m'sboynate and a person can contemplate. I think, I'm not sure this is what he means, but I, 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 this is what I, I, I feel that he means. I'm not sure. That, that, that you can have this Bainanus in contemplation, but this, unless the inyanim above are not in a state of giloi, if there's no... Uh, uh, the Altar Rebbe says, and I think Perik um, Yud or Perik Yud Gimel, one of the prokem we're going to be learning any day, in Chitas. He says over there that the Bainani utilizes the time of Davini. It's a very special time. Because time of davening is a time when he's able to expand his consciousness and focus on godliness and thereby evoke his holy emotions. Experiences his Aves Hashem. But he says, why dafka davening? Not only because it happens to be a time that a person is contemplating. He says it's a shasa koysher Lamaila. It's a time of moichen the godless above. There is a there is an illumination above. So when you're gonna contemplate during that time, you're gonna reach much farther with your contemplation than you would do at any other time. Because it's a time when the in Yanim Lamaila are standing in a state of giloy. Time of gilu. So you can experience much more. And for instance, Yamtiv, like the Al Tadeb explains the whole idea of Yamtiv, that in a Yamtiv, the Abish there is more big and therefore on Davening, what you can accomplish in Davening on Yamtiv, you can go m- f- much deeper and much farther in experiencing Kite, much more than you can do any other time. So you see, this is a sh- shaz gilut. That's what Sukha de is trying to do. It's causing that you're not, it's not only you're doing his in us, but it's also causing behalluka. Behi- it's making the yud and the he shine stronger, more brighter. It should open it up so that the his in us should be successful in a cre- in in creating the excitement that's necessary to, you know, to to get the heart excited, to bring about a havdah. Yeah, from, from the yud in the hayin. The shusip, she also marks him. The tzadich lehayin, u la hal el his You need to illuminate his baininus. Pchenas yutke milmila. You mamshich milmila from the yutke to illuminate your his because his blindness can be just very seichal and very dry. Or something godly can hit your blindness And there's, a, there's an energy of the Abishter in the blindness And that's a whole different story. V'za halaluka. And that halaluka. v'asara halaluka. La halal melmaila You're doing it ten times. You're saying halaluka. To be mamshech from above, above. adruma rumamailis. I never knew you say ten times halaluka. They say 10 times ala which is to bring down mile, mile, all the way from above. So the same is also in the, the um, Yisrael. Because I think, according to the beer explanation that we said before, he tis alo means that she brings the giloy of the mitzvahs. You hear? If we're saying that it means that she causes the gilui, the revelation of the mitzvahs, we the Jewish people illuminate the mitzvahs, cause the mitzvahs to shine, then it should have said, not he tis halal, but he mehalal, or something like that. She is tahalal, she is praising. She is praising, she is illuminating the mitzvahs. Tis means she is being praised. She is being illuminated. If, and if we're going to say that Hilul means illuminated, she is illuminated. So, he, so the, uh, to the Tzamech Tzedek, in the, in, uh, which I got from the Mimer, it seems that there's two inyanim over here. In order for her, the Indian is that the Knesset Yisrael need to be Mahalel, the mitzvahs, meaning they need to make the mitzvahs shine with their, with their light. Because it's, it's concentrated down to a seed. So you need to cause the Hilul, you need to cause the Gilun. But that itself requires that she, sh- that her- that her her aretz quality should stand bigiloy. Because a lot of times, sadly, the bittle that's in a yid is not necessarily seen. Sometimes the yid is ignoring his bitl or his nefesh of Bahamas is taking control, and you don't see the bittle that the yid has. So you need to. She needs assistance from above, so that they should have the ability to be able to make a klita, the klita of the mitzvahs, and that's the idea of hitisal. Okay, now he goes back, however, to what he said earlier. That just like mitzvahs, what happens to mitzvahs? Mitzvahs are concentrated godliness diluted to the utmost of dilution. In the sense that it's like diluted down, that you don't see any of that godliness, And in order to bring it out, and I used to go into a neshama, the same is also in Torah. To Torah. we find the same thing. We say, praise is the one that's fortunate, is the one who comes over here to Gan Eden. The Talmud and his Torah study is, is, is in his hand. Hugam ken hazeh, has the same inyan. The Torah also came down from above, down below, and the Torah took on a very physical world, a physical form, where the godliness of the Torah, the spiritual light of the Torah is not seen. It looks like, as we said, dry halachas. L'yoiz It too becomes a seed. klita. So in order for it to be koilet, it has to be niklat weir. V'talmudai the Yid's learning that he learns down here in this world has to be with him because it had to be niklat in his neshama. <speaking in Hebrew> the Talmud has to be in his hands because I'll be past this. You know, Eden is a high, it's called a heavenly academy. And you know, over there they teach Torah on the deepest, most spiritual levels. So, but we say, when they come up there, they say, you know, tell us what you remember. Tell me which halachas you know. Tell me. And the person, oh, so the Chayra, Why do they need this gashmiis to get Torah up there when they're going to teach them such a as to get exalted Torah? What? It's only responsible to know its external. Yeah, he's responsible to know the the the, the of Torah down here, the halachas. That he's responsible to know when he comes up there. But but well why? The Why do they need it? And the answer is because in order for it to, for the light to shine, it needs to be Niklat in him. And Talmud Bayadh means what did you retain? That it was niklat. It became part just like the seed has to be niklot into the has to be absorbed into the into the ground. Vihne <laughs> ksiv, can it say, yeah, okay. <laughs> and it says in the Pasik, tzadik, that the light is planted for the tzadik. The mitzvahs, this are the planting, this is the light. It's planted. But once it's planted, what happens afterwards? There has to be a tzmicha that the light of is, Now during the time of Golos, it's a time of zariah. Well the asid but a day will come when this will all shine. it will be in a state of revelation. it will be a fruit not a seed. Now it's a seed then every mitzvah you'll see the deliciousness of every mitzvah. as the Pasuk continues. That the, it will fill the face of the planet Tanuva, which is its, 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 uh, its, its yield. Its yield will fill Pnei Teva. All right, so this is going to be revealed. The Hine for behold, so why is it going to be revealed? Because what's going to happen is the root of mitzvahs is in the Abish, is Ratzon. And Hashem's Ratzon is the Sovev Kalaman. We know that there's two types of energies. Is Mamala Kalaman is God's light that is contract contracted to fit and adjust it to fit every particular creature and every every being. And then there's the Sayyiv Kalaman is Hashem's infinite light. And therefore it's considered encompassing the worlds. The, when mitzvahs will reveal themselves means they will reveal the Sa'viv. And the al is going to say, but hold it. Isn't the Sayyiv here already now? Sa'iv is everywhere. Soy-vev. He says, yeah, it's here. Okay, we'll see. He's explaining. The for behold, it's interesting. In in this beer on the mimer over here, by the way, he's not really connecting it to the idea of Golas. He's just explaining the idea of mitzvahs, and that behelim. But in the other version of the mimer, and in the previous mimer over here, he explains that what's what's the shachas of this to Golas. The idea of Shakra of this to Golas is that in order for us to be eretz chefetz you didn't have to. So the gallus the galos, um, uh enhances the bittle. The gallus develops the bittle. So There's the hardship and the problems and the difficulties and the oppression, and in, today, and in today's days, even if it might not be anti-Semitic uh, oppression for everybody, but it's it's uh, it's it's the, it's the shibud aparnasa. And the constant crushing and hard it is to make a living and all these things. This is what crushes a person and makes him into more fertile sand It helps him with the biddle. Now, but when Mashiach comes, it's going to be revelation. The resurrection of the dead that's going to be when Mashiach comes. Is dafka through the revelation of the Sade of Kalam the kamei and before the soul of Kalam, darkness and light is the same. What does that mean, and why is that negiah to this union of Tchias Mesa? It seems like that a a the fact that a mace comes alive, the mace is already a in a state of darkness, a state where the body is uh, cannot cannot. It's uh, what's it? chile? What's it between between between? Um, Light and darkness. Light generally is in a place, when we especially when we speak about it in Ruchnius. See, darkness is in a place where the vessels are not vessels for the light. There's no kalem. If there's no kalem, there's no light, so it's dark. In Ruchnius, to go world, are kalim, to receive the light, it's brighter. There's brighter kalim, higher kalim. The idea of tchiasa means that something, a body that's not a keli anymore for life. It's darkness. There's no keli for light. Yet, the power of energy, the godly power that is going to be, is going to be so powerful and so, so strong that it's going to enliven even a dead body. That's what episkum toisav. It's a very strange way of looking at tchiasa meisim. Is that tchiasa The idea of tchiasa is now. The life that's flowing in the universe today's days can only enliven a healthy body. But once the body has already been, you know, reached its limit, Fartik. the level of life that's now cannot operate in this in the, in this body. When Mashiach will come, such a light which to it that light and darkness is the same. So even a even a uh, malfunctioning body, even a uh, broken body, would be able to retain, to it's 11 for them to live from that. Right. That's what it seems like he's saying, Well, we'll see it clearer later. <laughs> However, he's asking a question, <laughs> but now too we have <laughs> what is the big toys and eloi. That's going to be where Mashiach comes. The Indian and the idea is, Ki the because the memalav and the Soviv he says, yes indeed, today we also have a Saviv. But the Saviv that's around, that is now Saviv is a much lesser soyiv than the real Saviv That's going to be in his gala when Mashiach comes. Encompassing lights, and mamalak al is internalizing lights. There's two types of makifim. There's one kind of makif that has a relationship to the pnimi, or may or boy, and it shines in the pnimi, which this actually gives power to the pnimi. And the second kind of makif is a more general makif that's more distant. It's called, in Hasidus sometimes, the term is makif ha and makif ha a close makif and a distant makif. We find that a human being is sustained by three things: food, clothing, and shelter. So, food is something you internalize; you take it inside. Clothing is something that you shields you, but from the outside. And then shelter also shields you from the outside. Yet we find so. Why do we? But yet we find is a difference between clothing and shelter, is that clothing are attached to your body; they're close to you, and the shelter, the home. A bias, a house, is distant. So that's this idea that there are in, in in the universe, in the spiritual realms, that we have we have the internal light of the Abish, then we have the Makifim, and then we have the Makif to the Makif, the more distant makif. So doesn't shine in the pnimi at all. Can I, an, an example for that is the idea of a minion, he's going to say soon, he's going to give, give an example of two kinds of Makifa, which I didn't realize actually when I, was just, when I was preparing this, but now I I see what he's, I think I see what he's saying. Sometimes a person, there's three ways you can be inspired To in davening. One inspiration you can get in davening is you sit down, you learn a mimer before davening. You learn. You internalize new ideas. And with this mimer you davening. This is called an orpnimi. You learned, you understood, you absorbed, and now you're davening, you're, being, you're, create, you're, you're, der- you're deriving inspiration and energy and chayas from that which you learned. That's an internal, it's like food. You fed your soul before davening. Good. Then there's another kind of a inspiration. You walk into a shul and everybody is davening really well. And people are singing loud and they're davening. It's like a shmaka daven. I used to daven. shachris and shul and manzi was oh, so God good. Just to feel that everybody there's a loud there is a there is a there was an energy in the room, and 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 it makes you want a daven. So so you're influenced by someone else's hislava, someone else's ishmach That's makif, but it's a makif that affects you. But panimiyas, it's meaning you 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 can sense it, you can feel it. Then there's a third makif. There is the idea. I'm sorry the third level, which is the second makiv. Okay? The first one is panemius. This one is a makiv. You're inspired by someone else's davening. And that inspires you to daven. even though you're not not internalizing an idea. It's just the, it's like the aura of the place. There's a third idea. You're davening with a minion. When you're davening with a minion, the shechina is there. Now the shechina that is in the room when there are ten Jews davening with a minion, you totally do not feel the panemius. If you would, if we would feel the we would be electrocuted. We don't feel it, but yet we can't say it doesn't have any influence. It definitely does, daven dominion. But it's a very, it's a very hidden effect. It's an effect, but a very, very hidden effect. In other words, the quality of davening with dominion is not only mitzad the fact that there are ten Jews there, that ten people daven, the Ebrach still listens to it more. It improves the quality of the davening. It helps a person daven, but in a very Subconscious way that you're not aware of it, but it empowers your davening, davening with ten people. Um, that's a makif, and he uses this as an example for the makif haklali that you don't feel. That's that's I mean, now he gives the example of the other makif when he davens with ten. <laughs> or he sees his friend davening, but Kavana misspelled. Gam he loses spailil. Yoiser, Miri Golosai. He has an espailos to, to daven more than he would usually daven. She Kavana's chaveray betfilosai. The other person's Kavana. Etsloi upchenas makif. I don't know the other guy's Kavana. It's the other person's Kavana, but it's influencing him in a manner of makif. They ain't a mechnas <laughs> boy upchenas penimius. It's not entering into penimius takeaway. Im makiv that's the makiv that's shining in the pnimi. V'yash, v'yash she'enoy klal. And then there is someone who is not mispoiled at all, which is similar to this idea of the Minyan. Even though he said there is a person before that's mispoiled that's mispoil from the with the Minyan. But the yesh she The yesh she ain't by it remains in a state of Makvali the that's not doesn't shine at all. the tzaddik says I have a different example for this, which Lacherda would be a better example. I mean remember what, which example he gives. he gives us an example that he says this should be a better example for the idea of a Makif that's not what? Yeah, ain't no cloud. Yeah, no illumination. Hold on, let me just take a look over here a second if I can find that. Um, what he says if it was here or in the other safer. yeah if it's not mayor no it was it was in chess. I'm gonna have to look for it later. But in any case, um or da And so it will be understood in the soviv kalaman that's now who pnimi. The soviv kalaman that we have now, which affects to some degree, is a soviv that's shayach to the pnimi. Soiviv kalaman daika. It's soviv kalman, meaning that it itself tells you already as a shaykhas. It will reveal, reveal like a book, the heavens. There's one passage that says that the heavens will be totally revealed. But then there says there's going to be new heavens. So if it's revealed, what, what, what makes something heaven? Heaven means it's above us, higher than us. If it says the heavens are going to be revealed, means that it stops, in a sense, being heaven, because it's totally revealed. So what's the shamayim Mahadashan? And the answer is like this. What is now soivev is going to become pnimi, And a new soivev is going to be nimshach from endlessly higher. And that soivev is so powerful that it can make even a dead person live. to being clothed in Pnimias. The Makifim, and Numa Kifim are going to be revealed. through that light even the Masem that live in, in Shoikhne ofer in the earth, because to him light and darkness is the same. Like a big, big a burning fire, can even illuminate to a very distant place. This is the mitzvah, in other words, the save of Kalalman that we're talking about. Is, this, is now is contained in the mitzvahs that we do. Sheyase <speaking in> pre they will make fruits above, Uka <speaking> mashal <in Hebrew> which is the mashal also like the vlad, hagam she isha. Even though the vlad, she isha, comes from the woman, Masha <speaking> ima <in Hebrew> as he wants to explain, how can it be that the mitzvah has to be planted, let's think about it, the mitzvah is planted inside the Jew. It's like the seed planted in the woman. But then, what happens? Once, once, once the mitzvah is, once the once the Jew releases the power of the mitzvah, the mitzvah is going to bring light. That's going to bring tchias amesim, soevet Kalaman, and v'aklali, The highest soevet is going to be revealed from the mitzvah. But hold it. Isn't the mitzvah receiving from the yid? Isn't the, receive, isn't the mitzvah inside? Meaning the Jew has to develop the mitzvah and suddenly at a certain point the mitzvah is... And the answer is, that's what we were talking about at the beginning of the Mayim. Yes, the Jew has to contribute to the mitzvah but once the yid releases the power of the mitzvah, the mitzvah picks up the Jew much higher than the yid is. Because the mitzvah has... And he gives the example, just like the woman has, a, she has the seed of her husband which she creates into a child. Once the child is born, he's greater than his mother. In the sense... In the sense that the child can be a boy, wherein that he's mashpiyah and the mother is a makabal. So, which means that that idea. From the very woman who created him. So, that's the idea. The is taka are very, very great. And they need to give the mitzvahs their quality. But once the nishamah gives the mitzvah its quality, then the mitzvah elevates the neshama to levels way beyond the neshama can ever go. For this reason we find that mitzvahs have two names. They're called levushim, they're called garments, and they're also called peirais. See, earlier he said mitzvahs are called seeds and peirais. Now they're seeds and in the future they're going to be pereis, when the fruit, when the taste of it is going to come out. Now he says something similar, they're called garments and pereis. Garments they're now, because a garment covers and conceals. Today's days the mitzvah is concealing on its godliness. When Mashiach will come, they'll be pereis. He says, Pchenet shah mitzvah's ke'es, the mitzvah's as they're now, hem bepchen garen they're seeds, vehem bchenet levushim, and they're also levushim. Ha <speaking in Hebrew> they're concealing. Ha kilo nireh kilu they appear as if they don't have a taste. Tzitzis mitzamer. Tzitzis from wool. Ma'ashenkin giliyam mitzis kamayashiya la'asid. Which isn't the case of the revelation of mitzis as they're going to be in the future. ye bepechenas peri gilu tam betano. They're going to be in a state of peri, a fruit. The revelation of taste and pleasure. Look at the Pidush Rashi al-Pasach, like Rashi explains on the Pasach. Yeshakenu is ha'ispiyo. The Abishter is going to kiss us from the kiss of his mouth. The reasons of Torah are going to be revealed. Which, so what is he saying? So Which means there is going to be a great Giloy. The Giloy of the taste of, of Mitzvah is going to be revealed when Mashiach comes. And this is the meaning of All longing I have seen an end. David says, To all longing I have seen an end. Meaning as great as the Nishamis are on their own, as great as the have their are on their own, as great as their love to Hashem is, as great as their energy is, it still has a case, it still has an end. But the mitzvahs, because the mitzvahs are rooted in Ratzon, the Elyon, and the Supernal Ratzon, the mitzvahs are infinite. Beligvul. And that's why, but again, to unlock that in the mitzvah, you need the Jew. It's there. it's there. The Hasaga of the Neshamis, and the malachim, the bria, yitzir and asiyah. all their Hasaga and therefore all their yearning and understanding. There is a kate, There is a gavul because their creations They all have a gavul. Masha your mitzvah means not the mitzvah as they're down here. See, in the in, 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 in Geras HaKodesh, the Altar Rebbe learns mitzvah sedaka, mit which is your mitzvah. But if he learns mitzvah chav, the mitzvahs as they are, when they're still by you. very <speaking in> broad, <Hebrew> it means it's a very broad bowl, <speaking in Hebrew> to receive endless and infinite, that which the neshama on its own would never be able to take. See, when it to Torah, it says me It's very long. But it to Mitzvah, it says It's very broad. me By Over there, he's talking about the idea that Torah is able to come down, like the Altar Rebbe says in Perik Daled and Tanya, that the Torah m'sham yare da that the Torah is able to come down and speak to us in such a physical form that we should be able to grasp it with our physical brains. But over here he's talking about some other Indian. Not the extension of how far it can come down. Mitzvahs are also that way because mitzvahs come down in the physical. But we're talking about another Indian, the idea of how much godliness can the mitzvah facilitate. How much? Endless. Rechava mitzvah s'la. la mata that's called length. The but over here, and they, as we said earlier, they, they, they facilitate the soyve Kalalman. Which soivev? The soivev that's not shychas to the world at all. The soyve that brings that can make even a dead thing the as they are above. They're very broad. We, and the Nishama is the one that connects the mitzvah as it is down here with the mitzvah as it well is above. Now, it's interesting. Over here in the mimer, he doesn't mention this Indian at all. But in the other version of the mimer, in Nevi'im, um, in Seisham from Ad Mrazak and Nevi'im, over there he discusses a lot that, see, here he only mentions the mitzvahs are physical and there's no time. Over there he mentions that they're actually malubish in things that are klipa. They're malubish, they're enclosed in in, 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 in in things that come from klipas noyga. It comes from tsemer, uh, sheep, of, of fruit, ansukkis. These are all klipa. Because everything, all material objects of this world have klipa. Which has in it nitsutze kedusha, which are very, very, very high from olam which are very high but as the thing, they're buried in it. And that's the reason why you have to put it in a Jew. Because the bittel. what's the problem with Khalipa? Khalipa has yeshuz. It's full of yeshuz. So when you take the mitzvah, the object of the mitzvah, connected to a Jew, or the Jew is a, a being of bittel, he brings the bittel into the mitzvah. And when he brings the bittel to the mitzvah, he's myla that, that inyan to its, out of noiga, back into its origins of Olam Atayu. And from there, these great lights shine down. It's interesting that in this version of the Ma'am, it doesn't mention that at all. And that's the question that he asked in the beginning of the Ma'am. Who is higher than who? Is the mitzvah higher than the Torah? That's why the Torah is called our, our bride. That means the Yid is mashpia to the Torah. Or is the Torah higher than the Yid? So the question is, is the Torah before the Tikkun or the Torah after the Tikkun? The Torah before the Tikkun, the Jew is higher than the Torah. Because the Torah itself is like the seeds that are useless unless you put it in the soil. But once you put it in the soil, then this magnificent tree, cut, tree comes out Then the tree is higher than the soil. In that sense. Once the Torah comes down, like a seed, then the quality of the Jew is higher than the Torah. Because he didn't have the power of tsemeach. Vinikroam so raish twaas. At the beginning of the crop, they generate the crop. Shana raishish shemenu nitsmach veni dalatvua. Through them and from them comes the tvua. Le is bigiluyatam to reveal the taste, the tocephas, and the extra beribuy and the abundance. Ma shain key mitzada toy roomitris kamoy shahem the Torah, emits us as they are in their spiritual source, the Torah is much higher than the Madreig of Yid. And there we say, that the Yid has to connect to the Torah of Yisrael. This is a different beer, because in many other places it explains that Lamaela really in its source, the Neshama Lamaela doesn't have to come down to Torah. There the Yid is higher. When the Yid comes into the world, he needs the Torah. So, there's different biyurim. This is one biyurim that the Alter Rebbe is saying over here. This is the meaning of Abayim, Yashresh Yaakov, su Parach Yisrael. We're talking about the two in Yonim. Yashresh Yaakov is talking phase one. Where the Yid is Oisik in the Torah. And he's taking root, Yashresh. He's giving root to the Torah in his neshama. And then su Parach Yisrael is the Giloi of, of Mashiach. Shashroshev, Atsmichu, Bchenas, Yaakov, Yud, Ekev, is in the Yud, Ekev, Briah, Chatikon. What's the Milo of the Yid? The Milo of the Yid, he's going to say, is the Milo. What did we say earlier? What's the Milo of the Jewish people? Is that they're mekasher Gashmias, Veruchnias. Why? Because they take something physical and connect it back to its spiritual source. That in Yeneshaich to Yaakov, because Yaakov is Briah, Chatikon. Usually we learn, the most of the time when we learn Briah, Chatikon, we're talking about Amshacha from above. But here he's talking about the ability to be able to connect it back up as well. In both directions. In both directions. And through the Avoid of Yaakov is Yata to Parach Yisrael Li Roish. The second state of the Jewish people. In the days of Mashiach when there were Roish He makes it because he's going to explain this idea about Yaakov. It says, Wow, that Yaakov's Indian. So, how do you understand? It simply is the voice is the voice of Yaakov. There's a deeper meaning. What's Yaakov's Indian? Yaakov's Indian is coil. What is Yaakov all about? Yaakov is coil. Why is Yaakov coil? Why is Yaakov sound? Why is Yaakov voice? Because there's something that's very special about, interesting about voice. Voice koil, has the ability of taking things from a purely spiritual state to a material state. It's a converter from spiritual to physical. Why? Because Chazal say, it's very interesting the way he develops this. Chazal say "Eina ve'liba susura dechata," that the two. Agents, the two um, salesmen of uh, of sin, are the are the two brokers. The two brokers of sin are the eyes and the heart. Chazal say it like this: Eye and The eyes, the eyes look where they're not supposed to look. Chas What happens then? That delivers that sensation that the eye saw. It delivers that uh, that that down to the into the moach and from there into the heart. And then the heart gets excited. Okay, and then what happens? The person acts upon it. That's a sinning. Okay, but hold on one second. Because the eye sees and the heart desires. very interesting idea. The eye has direct sinews or, or uh, veins from the brain. The brain is deeply connected to the eyes. And that's why when the eye see something, there's actually this stimulation in the eyes that stimulate immediately the brain in a very strong way. It's seeing as a very strong stimulation, deep effect. And then from there, there's a spilus in the brain. It could, it, from there it goes down through the gidim and orkim to the heart. And from there, Vadaini Rukhni. But up to this point, it's still spiritual. Obviously, we're talking about an averu. We're not talking about very positive spirituality. But the idea is we don't have anything physical yet. All we have over here is a, is an excitement, which is not a spirit. It's not matter. It's not a... It's a desire of the heart. The heart wants something. But then when you speak about it, you go you translate that into, into words. So this voice is now, this is being expressed now into words, suddenly the words are physical. The words can be measured, can be felt. A longing in the heart cannot be felt. It doesn't have any. Doesn't have any matter to it. The heart wants. I mean, you can. If the heart gets excited, you can see the heart pounding faster. That's true. But but the but that's that's just a, that's a a a consequence, so to speak. That's a symptom. But the actual chemedas aleve is a spiritual thing. But when, the, when you're talking about it, what's happening, the coil takes that very sound and material, makes it physical. It goes down from the kana of the lave to the kana of the ray of the lungs. And then to the lungs. And from there the hevel goes out. And it goes out through the five organs of the mouth come down in a state of revelation and speech Gashmi V'nimtza gashmi is is. What does the koil do? It takes, it converts spirituality into something physical So therefore that's Yaakov's Indian. Yaakov's Indian is mechaber. A Jew called Yaakov Why are we called Yaakov? Because there is a conversion. There is a connection In this thing it's converting down but it's also converting up, meaning it connects the two But also in koil itself, you see the idea of escalolos of connecting. Because what voice, all voice, all sound, has fire, water, and wind. Wind we hear, the breath. Fire is what helps you chop the the words up into, into letters. And the water is what connects it To actually all the letters together to create words and sentences so the water is attaching the fire is breaking up and the wind and sometimes if it gets too hot then a person gets hoarse if it's too watery then you don't understand what they're talking they don't have a clear way of speak it's only when there's a proper blend now fire and water are two opposites who combines them together? the ruach which is which is the wind, which is Yaakov so you see the idea again, Yaakov is a connector. Avram is one side, Yitzhak is the other side. Yeah, Avram is, is Mayim, Yitzhak is Aish, and Yaakov connects them. Gashmi and Ruchni, Yaakov connects. So what's the Jew in this world? What does a Jew do to a mitzvah? He connects the physical mitzvah to its spiritual origi- origins, a connector. <speaking in> the the and gam and be koatzma yes gemobkenes eh schon mein schon better fach und kenes ruach am khabra and that fills all the the yakov kol mishnayim Yaakov has both commercial arava mashpi el like a teacher who was teaching a student hinak she mashpi a sekhu kama shu atslol yaven atamad if he's going to try to give it to him totally with water which means he's going to try to pour the whole thing down on the student as it is in his own mind the student won't get it because he's going to teach him, what? He's going to he's going to, going to give him too much. He's going to overflow. He's going to over. He's going to overload him. Can't do it. And if the fire gets, if the fire takes hold of him, fire goes upward. What does that mean? If the teacher contracts and says, "I'm not teaching you anything," there won't either be a ashpa. Either way, there won't be a Then you need to have the middle one. Hakavol mishne and that has both of them. That's Yaakov. V'zal titein emes liYaakov. V'ein emes ela Torah. And Torah you also find. Chat Torah ken al derech zeh. Yesh bei mitzvus bepchinesh ha lois ubepchinesh amshachis. Mitzvus go up and mitzvus go down. Mitzvus that are all about elevating and mitzvus that are all about bringing down. V'zal now not to really understand like why does this? How does this connect exactly to what we're talking about earlier? So I understood it till now the way I understood it, but I feel like there's something more over here. There's some mystery over here that he wants. I'm not episode over here. Something I'm missing here. And this is the meaning where it says, "So said God, your Creator Yaakov, Yaakov Yisrael Yitzracha. That's what the, the 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 Gemara, the Gemara, the Medrash. That Yaakov created you, Yisrael formed you. Hashem is saying to the world, Who made you world? Yaakov created you. Who formed you world? Yisrael formed you. So we need to understand how come by Yaakov it says, And by Yisrael it says, Yitzarcha, Which generally, Bria is higher than Yitzira. Right? So it should have said of anything, Yaakov is lower than Yisrael. The Hinek Siv Yotzer So you see that by Yotzira it says light, and by Choshek by Byre it says darkness. Similar to Yaakov, which is Choshek more; Yisrael is light. In a Yehud, it is known Shabachol Daver and everything in the world there is Chomer, which is the substance, and Tzura, which is the design. Sha Chomeru Etzamadaver Kamoishahu. I don't understand this end. I didn't understand it before. I don't know what he's saying yet. It's interesting. In the as I mentioned earlier, the version that the. And the other Sefer has a very clear ending, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem to be the same. And there too, he's talking about Yitzarcha Yisrael. He, basically, over there he says, because I want to finish this. Over there he says that in the time of Golas, we're in a state of Yaakov. We're in a state of, where the mitzvahs, the godliness of the mitzvahs are not shown. So it's a sign of Choshech, the godliness of the but it's now when the essence of the myth... See, Bria is dark because it's the substance. Yitzira already is beginning to have seer and giloi and revelation, and that's light. But the, 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 the substance of something is so much greater than the, than the light that it gives off. So he says during the time of Gullus, when we're doing mitzvahs in Gullus, it's like that's the essence of the connection to the Sof to God. Mashiach comes it's all the light of it it's all the beauty of it it's all the illumination but the substance of it is taken in the time of Galas in that sense the time of Galas is higher than the time of, of Yomosa Mashiach in this deeper sense in terms of connection to the Abishter of Baracha Yaakov and then Yitzarcha Yisrael, something like that he, he explains over there but here there's, uh, there isn't much explanation and uh, I'm going to have to still do some work on this Okay, everyone, that was that.